Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we're going back to school, baby. Grab that backpack and your old uh, Wonder Woman lunchbox. (laughs) If you have it, bring it out. (laughs) And why are we going back to school? Well, you all know that September is my favorite time of year because I loved going back to school. It's such a great opportunity to have a fresh start, learn new things, make new friends. And Every one of my guests this month is helping us to learn something new that will make us better personally, professionally, or just help us to, uh, you know, launch our businesses into the, uh, you know, stratosphere, just like all the billionaires in the world. So let me tell you about my guest now. Personally, I love her anyway, so I know lots about her. So I'm just a little bit biased, but Jeannie Coomer earned her warrior stripes. And that warrior word is really important through her own journey of stirring her intellect and evoking her soul. And she is relentless today about her own personal growth and the personal growth of others as she was when she began her own entrepreneurial journey. Now, before becoming a leader in creating thought-provoking media and content in support of working professionals, she spent decades as a world-class executive coach. And when she did that, she was not just helping people, you know, by coaching, she was helping truly smart, savvy, and sincere leaders ascend to the next level and become warriors themselves. Hmm, There's a theme here. So whether she's interviewing a CEO on a subject matter or a subject matter expert, sometimes she's speaking at a conference or facilitating panel discussions, or maybe coaching executives, she is known for being contemplative, captivating, and direct. But direct in a really good way, which is about helping you to evoke that warrior within. So even more, it's Jeannie's ability to unearth valuable insights from her guests that allows her to connect with her audiences uh, and give them some things that are really important, like boundless choices, freedom, happiness, and hmm, get this one, courage in their careers and their lives. So she's going to talk a lot about her warrior network, her warrior journey, her warrior world. So Jeannie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Michael. You know, it's so funny when people read your bio, like looking over my shoulder, like, who are they talking about? <laughs> who is that awesome, awesome person? <laughs> well, thank I you know, so I always for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. You know, I love to talk about this journey. Yeah, you do. And talk about it. You know, I mean, I hit the highlights in your bio, but I think you tell it best because it really is a story and a passion of yours that's helping people to not only, you know, find the warrior within, but really let that warrior out. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about you and your business and how you help people to shock their potential. So, you know, I think it's important to start with the word warrior. So, you know, as a bit, as a coach for the last 16 years, I've worked with leaders literally around the world in various industries. I do a lot in the executive ranks and those being groomed for C-suites, probably the most common call. Mm -hmm. And I've always done this one-to-one work where I'm really listening for what's going on within this person that makes them unique and powerful in the world. And 
I gravitated to the word warrior when I was considering expanding my footprint, not because warrior is about battle and anger and war, but it, a warrior is a brave and experienced soldier. They demonstrate bravery and courage and optimism and a willingness to step forward into things. And it really embodied what I would see in the conversations I was having with leaders around the world. And a couple of years ago, I had a bit of an epiphany after dealing with some very, very challenging executive coaching clients that I really felt like I was meant to do more. I've been mm -hmm. doing this one-to-one -one work for many, many years. And I felt compelled to say, well, I think there's something here where I should be one-to-many, but how do I do that? So I took a big chance on myself, uh, brought in some great experts and decided to expand my footprint to provide a platform to get into dialogue with men and women in the workplace and to talk about things beyond our professional attributes. You know, we're very conditioned to talk very much around our competencies. You know, think of all of them, right? I'm a good decision maker. I'm great at strategic thinking. I'm a visionary. But really what makes us unique and, and brings us magic when we're at our best is the things outside of our professional attributes, our intuition, our soul, our ability to assess situations and people and so I decided to create a platform that provides for us to talk about all things. You know, I have CEOs and I have therapists, right. I have shamans and I have martial arts experts because I was hearing conversations over the last 16 years where people are going through divorce, they're, they have depression and yeah. they, we, we're all compartmentalizing ourselves and saying, wait a second, we're one human being. We just have multi-dimensional parts to ourselves why can't we have more of these open, honest conversations? And that was really the impetus behind expanding what I was doing in the world and providing a platform to do that. And it got real serious. Uh, I launched my brand last February. So February, 2020, right? <laughs> Thinking I was going to have all the time in the world, Jeannie, to make this shift from yeah. executive coach. And I do a lot of speaking around executive presence to moving more into professional interview space. Mm -hmm. And getting more into this like show host idea, I never in imagine years, a million years, imagine myself thinking, oh my gosh, I really got to double down on this quickly. March yeah. hit, I lost about 40% of my business very, very quickly because no one was hiring an executive coach and all my travel got canceled. And I felt this calling to get into service to the business community. So yeah. I grabbed my phone and I started serving up as much as I could through Facebook Live. It was the quickest, most um, efficient way to get content and conversation out there. Never imagining what I got in return was tremendous community. And I learned so much about myself because I was going through it like everybody yeah. else. I was having grief. I was having depression. I was worried and scared. But through the conversation, the brand really took flight. And I was able to bring forward a lot of the concepts and the things that I had thought, again, I was going to have all this time to bring forward. I, I brought it forward very, very quickly in a, in a practical and robust way. And the brand has just taken off. Yeah. So now it's more of a sophisticated platform. I've got video, <laughs> I've got all sorts of things built into it, but the, the concept and the original intention is exactly the same. 
It's intended to be in service to the business community so that we're talking about things that are more than our professional attributes, all of the aspects of ourselves, our soul, mm-hmm. like our strategy, our intellect, like our intuition, and not being afraid of all of those things that make you unique and powerful in the world. And that's really where the magic comes from. That concept of warrior magic is I'm looking for that brave, experienced soldier. And what are those things that make you, you in the world? And let's ignite that and bring that forward. Yeah. And it's interesting that uh, with the, you know, people that I work with, that I interact with clients, especially clients that I've done leadership training for or sales training for um, people that were really either at the top or moving to the top. um, When the pandemic hit, I saw a lot of people, you know, kind of start to reflect and like you, I mean, like all of us, we're all reflecting, but really reflect. So what is this journey I've been on? Why am I, you know, not that they're saying, Hey, I don't want to be on that journey anymore, but how am I approaching my journey? You know, Mm. how am I approaching my career path? Is it serving me the way it is? You know, now that I'm not on an airplane every single day, what does that say about me? And it's interesting um, that I've had some really phenomenal conversations with people who, as they start to re enter the building, you know, the physical building that they were in, that they're coming back different people because they're like, Hey, it got messy for a while. We had kids running around in the background when we're on zoom meetings, you know, we figured out how to take care of our aging mother and, you know, get the dog out, you know, for a walk in the middle of the day. And I found some new things about me that I really like. I'm hopeful that some of those things will carry through. So people will see that that is part of their warrior magic. Mm. You can embrace that and step into it. What are your thoughts on that? I love what you just said, because what I've seen, because I still do executive coaching and I still do a lot of conversations um, in, in speaking and interviewing. And what I've noticed is that we've expanded our capacity in the world. Mm-hmm. Something shifted where we started to see we actually have a lot more to us than we realize. And, you know, like you, I, I was a road warrior, head down, airplanes, mm-hmm. trains, and I miss so much of my life. And when it all came to a screeching halt, you know, not all of it was pretty. I think a lot of it, I was sleepwalking through it. And I was, that was one of the things that I talked about is like, wow, all of this has been here this whole time. And I don't want to give a lot of this up. And so now as we're shifting back, or shifting forward. I'm not quite sure if it's a back or forward because I know that there's a big swell of let's get back to, let's return to. And I don't think that is a that is possible. We're all yeah. different now. We see the world a little differently and we see a lot more in ourselves than we've ever seen before. And so what I think is going to happen is there's going to be really deliberate conscious shifts in how we mm-hmm. show up in the in our lives in our office, of course, but in, in our lives full stop. And there's like this richness. And you think about these deep conversations and deep relationships that we've all established and that we were having this shared experience over the last year and a half. Like, how do you go back and shut a lot of that off and go back into transactional mode when we've been living this heartfelt relationship way of being, um, 
and I'm, and I'm sure this is going to resonate with you, Michael, is like, Absolutely. you think about the quality of the conversations you have with people now, whether it's in a professional sense or in a per personal sense, we get to the, the real essence of things a lot faster because a lot of those filters and a lot of that conditioning that came from sort of this pre-COVID way of being just isn't there anymore. Right. It's almost right. like you, do, do you want to go back and relearn all of those filters so that you can go back and trans transactional mode? Or do you want to yeah. live this really textured experience where you're in touch with like the essence of who you are majority of the day? Yeah. Um, Somebody asked me the, uh, the other day, they're like, oh, hey, are you happy now that meetings are starting up again? And I said, you know, it's interesting because you know, prior to the pandemic, 95% of my business income came from me getting on an airplane and traveling somewhere in the world to speak in front of a group. And then when that shut down, to your point, you say you walked around kind of in a fog, I curled up in a ball, you know, in the fetal position and sucked my thumb and cried. And then, <laughs> then as I emerged from that, I was like, hey, this is not bad. You know, this is, I'm still a little disappointed that, you know, I'm going to drop status on my airline. Uh, and they I, know, I know, I <laughs> know. But then I'm like, but you're not traveling as much. So it doesn't mean as much. And it was funny because I said, yeah, now I'm not actually running after speaking opportunities anymore. I'm doing other things that keep me grounded and that are really feeding my soul. I'm not saying I'll turn those things down if they come at my door, but it's interesting that I'm not chasing them anymore. And, and don't and you have it. this inner calm because you do this, this inner yeah. steadiness? Yes. You're so much more aligned with what you really want. Yeah. And I used to always say, I know that I need to diversify my business so that if I break my leg or I decide to, you know, take a six month sabbatical that my business can still operate, but I wasn't living that way. I was living, chasing the next gig because that was what, you know, how I was being fed. Mm. And now that I'm not, I'm being fed through other means. Now I'm like, wait, I have a choice. I can take them when I want them not take them because I need to. And it's a whole different perspective. And I think people, as they re-enter the workplace again, too, think about, you know, what power do I have? And people that work for companies right now have enormous power. And I don't mean abuse that power or hold your company hostage, but you have power. So start thinking about what's important and how you can use that to continue to make yourself a warrior in what you're doing every day. Yes, that is like music to my ears. Uh, you mm -hmm. do have a tremendous amount of choice as you're stepping back into whatever that looks like for you, whether it's hybrid, yeah. whether it's in-person, whether it's virtual. And the leaders that I'm talking to are listening. They're yeah. people-centric. They're leading people-centric organizations. We have to talk openly and honestly about what we're thinking what we're feeling, what we actually want to have as an experience there, how we want to contribute. And, you know, I'm not suggesting anybody be reckless and start doing crazy things emotionally, but I'm saying all of the lessons and the insights and the wisdom that we've gained in the last year and a half needs to be a part of the narrative. Mm -hmm. And when I'm interviewing people on the Warriors at Work platform, that's what I'm looking to get at. It's not necessarily traditional leadership practices and principles, which of course we get to, but who are you as a person? What have you learned? How are you bringing those things forward? How are you challenging yourself? Yeah. What are the things that you're willing to let go of that no longer serve you? Mm -hmm. And what kind of um, heart and 
risks are you taking with your own sense of being and vulnerability in, in an effort to help yourself and others elevate, get to the next place? There's, in my opinion, there is a massive change happening. Yeah. Organizations are looking at people and talent through a very different lens, like never before. I'm not saying that they're not bottom line oriented and they're, right. they're not looking at their revenues, but they're really seeing things through a different lens and a different level of conversation. And I find it so refreshing, exciting. Mm -hmm. And I'm also really excited with, with Gen Z coming into the workplace, what yeah. they're going to bring, how they're going to elevate. Um, I think it's a very, very exciting time to be a business professional. I agree. And I think um, before we take a quick break here, I think also one of my suspicions is, is that those leaders who lean into this and decide they're going to keep some of those lessons that they've learned as they, as they re-enter, um, that they are going to have success at a completely different level than those who start to shut off those parts of themselves again or compartmentalize mm -hmm. or put, you know, put the person that loves to take the walk, you know, at lunchtime back in the closet, you know, the ones that hide away the, um, the toll it takes, you know, for time on commute and things like that. I think the ones that really figure out, okay, how do I incorporate what I can and what I need? I think they're going to find success and happiness at a whole mm -hmm. different level. Mm -hmm. Hope so. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Jeannie. We'll hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Have you ever considered hiring a virtual assistant, but didn't know where to start? Let Kukua Biz help. Kukua Biz matches talented professionals from Kenya with small businesses around the globe. Affordable weekly rates allow you to have a dedicated full-time staff member to help you with anything from administrative tasks, social media management, public relations, and more. Go to kukuabiz.com today for more information or email info at kukuabiz.com. Kukua Biz, that's K-U-K-U-A-B-I-Z.com. And we are back with uh, the head of Warriors at Work, Jeannie Coomer. And I don't think we've actually said until that point the name of your company, but Warriors at Work and you have Warrior Magic and you have Warrior Communities. You have so much uh, to offer, but I'm asking all my guests this month to help to teach us something as we go back to school so that we can be better. We can be better warriors. We can be better personally, professionally, or in our businesses. So what are you going to teach us today, Jeannie? Well, I was thinking a lot about this and reflecting on the last year and a half and reflecting on the most common conversations that I have. And I get asked to do a lot of work around executive presence, executive communication or communicating with impact, all the above. It's all about what are the behaviors that are going on underneath the surface that makes someone say, I like you, I trust you, I want to follow you versus eh, not buying what you're selling. Right. And there is something that I've noticed, which doesn't really surprise me as I'm saying this. But one of the things that I've noticed is the, the most common theme that I've seen that really ignites this warrior within. And that is when I ask the question, when you are most effective and you are at your best, what does it look like? What does it feel like? Mm -hmm. And when I ask that question, we get to the next level. Because when you think mm -hmm. about anybody that really embodies presence, you know, those people that walk into a room or on a, a Zoom meeting, or you're just in conversation with them, they have this high regard for themselves. And it's not cockiness. It's not arrogance. It's a steady. It's an anchor. Mm -hmm. 
It's a sense of being, they know who they are, they've got the coping skills and they can handle whatever's coming their way. So when you think about your most effective version of yourself, that is really your SETI, that really is your anchor. And there's a couple of ways that you can get there. Some of my favorite techniques, because one of the things that I talk about when I'm doing executive presence is, it is not just a mind thing. It is not just about knowing what are the behaviors on competence and connection and what's the modeling. It is tapping into also your physical, not just relying upon your intellectual horsepower, but noticing in your body where your power is. And one of the quickest techniques that I often will offer up to people is, is your power center is right around your diaphragm. So a lot of this comes from like yogic teachings. Mm -hmm. So if you put your hand on your diaphragm, which is right below your rib cage, you can take a couple of deep breaths, inhale and exhale. And a deep breath, by the way, is imagine a balloon in there a big expansive expansive breath on the inhale and you're pushing out all the air on the exhale it also triggers the parasympathetic system which is your relaxation response big mm-hmm. round breaths again just by physically touching that part of your body and what's beautiful is on video no one can see it so if you ever you get <laughs> nervous Yeah. Ever you get nervous or maybe you're ruminating or maybe you're processing something that happened three hours ago and you're not feeling present, but, and you're afraid it's going to show up on your face. Mm -hmm. You put your hand on your diaphragm. It's incredibly calming. And it also reminds you to take a breath, but really what you're doing is you're tapping into a power center where a lot of your wisdom and your guidance resides So that's the first thing that I love, love, love to do. And the other quick trick, and this is a a form of meditation. It comes from a great book called Meditations in a New York Minute. This guy was an investment banker. He now goes out and teaches meditation techniques to C-suite executives. And one of my favorite things is finger on the forehead, right between the eyebrows. You bring your chin to your chest. You uncross your legs. You make sure those feet are firmly on the ground. You could even wiggle your toes. Again, anything to interrupt that nerve impulses or energy, any kind of anxiety. And you just sit and breathe. And if you have 60 seconds to do inhales and exhales, inhales and exhales, and really feeling the expansiveness in the system, it also triggers the parasympathetic system. But what you're doing just by putting your finger on your forehead is you're pointing to the part of the brain you're trying to get to whenever you're nervous or anxious, we're in more Mm. of that amygdala. By putting your finger on your forehead right here between your eyebrows, this is where your prefrontal cortex is. So executive Michael lives here. This part of the brain processes a lot slower. It is usually where our best self is. So just by pointing to it, it's a calming technique but it also allows for you to bring all of your energy back to your executive thinking mind. Even if you don't have 60 seconds, a tap will help. So in between Zoom meetings, WebEx, Microsoft uh, Teams, whatever (laughs) your poison is these days, virtually so effective. I'll often tell people, just get up, even walk around, walk and tap, walk and tap. But all those little tips and tricks help you tap into Let me get access to my most effective self, best version of me. It will interrupt all of the noise and bring forth a great version of yourself. 
I love that. I, you know, I'm very much into meditation. I do a lot of hypnosis meditation. So I'm always practicing my breathing. And now it's just second nature to, you know, when I need that moment where I'm just like, and that's why I keep yoga dog with me all the time. Cause he reminds yeah. me, honey, sometimes well, you just have guy. to breathe. Oh, I love the Buddha. Look, look, look at that big round belly. That's a beautiful <laughs> diaphragmatic breath. So that he reminds is. me to take a breath. Exactly. And that helps, but I love the physical part of that too. And, you know, it's interesting because, um, you know, prior to, you know, the world changing when I used to travel all over and wear a lot of high heels, which I love, I love walking across the stage in high heels, but for the last, you know, year and a half, when I'm sitting, when I'm interviewing, I'm on a, sh a shorter chair, I've got my slippers on and my feet are on the ground. So I'm not, you know, walking in that, um, that fashion anymore. I'm not crossing my legs the same way. And it's interesting how just those physical changes keep you feeling more grounded. Exactly. And rooted. One little trick too, that you can, this is another way to amplify. If ever you get nervous or someone's coming at you mm -hmm. and you're always uncross your feet. Remember, like you want to get your body in an expansive uh, position. Mm -hmm. And that comes from a lot of Amy Cuddy's work at, who became mm -hmm. powerful for uh, power posing a number of years ago. Just the simple act of grounding your feet and, and wiggling your toes. You can grab the floor with your toes. Again, no one can see it. And this also will work when we get back to the office and we're in conference rooms. Grab the floor with your toes, wiggle your toes. The other thing is you can put your dominant foot forward. It's another little trick. But again, oh. you want to be seated in your chair all the way back. You want to make sure that chest is open. What happens is when we're seated, particularly virtually, we start to look like contortionists. Yes. We, we constrict the body. What you're trying to do is keep that chest open and allow for the breathing to continue. But just the little act of sending that signal to my feet, I'm grounded all is well. I'm putting your dominant foot forward. Just keep sending signal to the brain that I'm okay. Which yeah. by the way, Michael, it's not a bad thing to get nervous. Nerves are not oh. bad. It's just whatever meaning we attach to it will create a physical reaction. Yeah. I was a terrible public speaker earlier in my life. Terrible. And it doesn't really? mean I don't get nervous. I still do. I got nervous even before we come on here, but there's <laughs> little ways to settle the mindset. And that's really what we're talking about here is if you want to ignite a warrior within, most of it comes from your mindset. How do I want to show up? How do I want to be in this interaction? Which is why that question of is when I'm most effective, optimal, at my best, what am I doing? What does it look yeah. like? What does it feel like? So some of those little tricks will help you get into that mindset physically. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's mindset, but the physical really affects it. I just did a one of my weekly, um, my, I call them uh, morning motivation that we put out on Mondays and Fridays. And I was talking about when you are in, you know, if you are um, being tested, I was talking about the difference between a pass fail test and being tested where you're stretching and you're learning new things. If you shut down, in, because you're nervous or afraid of the test, when you, sh you shut your body down, you go into protection mode, you can't grow. You can't grow when you're trying to protect yourself. And so that sense of opening things up and uh, you know, taking the time to breathe and getting your right mindset puts you ready to grow or to handle the, the stresses or challenges that you face. Yeah. And, you know, being afraid or, 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 uh, constricting or having insecurities, all that's really normal. All of us have it, right. We're all human beings. And what I learned in, in talking with a lot of therapists over the last year and a half in interviews is they all would say the same thing, you know, naming wherever you are normalizes it. 
-hmm. But the trick is being okay with wherever you are, but not keeping you there. You know, fear often is just not a good enough reason to not do things. Yeah. And you can lean into it and still have the success that you've always wanted. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to be a limiting thing. You you can really turn it into a lot of fuel, but it's to understand what is it really? Absolutely. Gosh, Jeannie, you know, we could talk about this forever and ever and ever. I know. (laughs) I love it when you have somebody that, you know, your minds just feed off of each other, which we're we vibing. do. We're vibing. Exactly. We both believe the same thing. Shared principles. Exactly. Shared principles. And I know we're going to have all your contact information on our yeah. show notes, but just in case somebody's like, I need to find this woman in her warrior tribe right now. <laughs> What's the best way for them to reach you? Okay. So I, best, best place is LinkedIn. And second best place is I post content. So the show gets posted every week on my public Facebook page, as well as all my social channels, but that's the fastest way to get it, which is Warrior Magic with Jeannie Coomber on Facebook. It's out there every Monday, 8.30 in the morning. And then uh, it's also the audio is being uploaded onto uh, Spotify, Spreaker, and iTunes every week. Excellent. Well, very good. And before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yeah. Take that question around your most effective self and actually put pen to paper when you're most effective and you're, you know, you're just killing it. You know, when those days come, when you're like, they need to pay me more money or I need to earn more money because I'm that good. Yeah. Put pen to paper and put language behind it. What mm-hmm. does it look like? What does it feel like? Maybe where are you even? Who are you interacting with? Create some visuals around that. It will help you to inform what your next move is. The second thing is if you have a stirring or a hum, something that's always playing in the background, just by putting pen to paper, it will help bring some of that up. It may actually come up when you start thinking about your most effective self. I'm a big fan. If there's any kind of stirring, any kind of hum, any kind of ping that you get, like there's more to what you want out of your life, Give time and space for it in whatever capacity, whether you're talking to somebody or you're putting pen to paper, you're sitting in a meditation, whatever floats your boat, give time and space. That is information that will help you step more and more into the best version of yourself. I love it. Absolutely love it. And as always, you are filled with incredible information, but more than that, incredibly positive uh, energy. And for that, I am absolutely thrilled to have finally gotten you as a guest on my podcast. So much for being here. Pleasure, Michael. Thank you for all the work that you're doing with Shocker Potential. It's just been such a pleasure getting to know you. And I'm thrilled to have more people, the warriors at work, the warrior nation. Uh, You could also go to my website, JeannieCoomber.com. You can sign up for the warrior playbook, which gets distributed each month and lots more to come. Love it. Thank you so much, Jeannie. All right. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at ShockYourPotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.